Welcome to another episode of Fail Succeed. Joining us, as always, is the inimitable H. Welcome, H. Greetings, Dom. Greetings to you, H. How are you? I'm very well, though um, I do feel that it's time for me to join the gym next door. Yeah? Yeah. Why is that? I'm getting quite stout. I've never really been into a gym and they kind of slightly terrify me, but I think maybe maybe the time is upon me. Okay, and are you going to do classes or are you just going to do free weights? What What's he thinking? I'm going to speak to James, who's the PT there. I've already bumped into him in the corridor and he tells me that he's going to put a program together, um, an aspirational program for me. Okay, and what are you aspiring to? Just not have a gut and tits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Well, I wish you the best of luck on that. And uh, Thank you. So H, there's a beautiful little insight into your fitness regime there. Let's get on to the topics this week. We're going to start with a fail, obviously, because that's what we do. The fail this week is deep fakes. These have been in the uh, news recently because a couple went viral on Twitter. And for anyone who doesn't know, uh, let me give you the Wikipedia definition of a deep fake. Deep fake is a technique for human image synthesis based on artificial intelligence. It is used to combine and superimpose existing images and videos onto source images or videos using a machine learning technique known as generative adversarial network. So in layman's terms, what that means is that you can take one image and superimpose it onto another image to make it look like to synthesize the two together. Exactly right, H. Exactly right. So the videos that have gone viral this week are Bill Hader on chat shows doing impressions of... Arnold Schwarzenegger, Tom Cruise, and Seth Rogen. And when he's doing these impressions, his face kind of morphs into the people he's doing the impression of, but it's very, very subtle. It's quite freaky, isn't it? You've seen them, right? Yeah, initially you can't even notice what's happening. It's just so smooth. But um, whenever he's speaking in his voice, it's his face. But whenever he does um, goes in and out of the impression, his face just changes subtly but very distinctly into the person he's impersonating right and so it doesn't you don't go oh my god that's all of a sudden tom cruise you go oh my god he has tom cruise's features now yeah it's it's kind of crazy and obviously i'll post the links up on our socials but the guy who's doing all of these has an account on youtube and it's called control shift face and you can go there and see loads of these videos. And I went and had a look. And there, I mean, there are some pretty amazing ones there. So he's got a whole load where Jim Carrey is Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Uh, Tom Cruise is Christian Bale in American Psycho. I mean, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's also terrifying, right? Yeah, I mean, we can't trust what we see. I know there's been a big thing in the media recently, um, especially through Trump talking about fake news the whole time, but it's it's really is fake what we're seeing now. Like, we, how can you actually trust the image of someone in front of you as security concerns? All you need now is a software to mimic speech, um, uh, speech patterns, and you won't you won't know who's on the other end of a video call. Yeah, and and I think that's the biggest fear, right? Is that we'll no longer be able to trust what we see. And we're already having that with with media, you know, because it feels to me like any kind of semblance of decency has gone out of politics, right? So politicians are just willing to say things which are not accurate all the time. And if the media say, you know, call them out on it, they just go, well, that's fake news. Yeah. 
I mean, it's pretty depressing, and that's obviously only going to get worse. I don't think it's all negative, though. No? Okay. So I, it got me thinking, this guy, Control-Shift-Face, his, his account. I started thinking what he was doing with putting Tom Cruise in American Psycho and Jim Carrey in, in The Shining. I thought, what could have been, and now could be, right, if we replaced, in some of the great films, the actors in the lead role with the greatest actor of all time, which everyone agrees is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Okay. So I started thinking, for instance, what if we could go back and redo this film and we'd all see it again, would be Arnold Schwarzenegger in Top Gun, for instance. Yeah. That would be amazing. Arnold Schwarzenegger as Stephen Hawking in The Theory of Everything, replacing Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> yeah, I like it. That would be good. I, this now, I don't think this is actually too much of a stretch. Arnold Schwarzenegger as the dude in The Big Lebowski. Okay. Hey, the rug really tied the room together. Yeah, yeah. Or how about Arnold Schwarzenegger as um, Brody in Jaws? Hey, we're going to need a bigger boat. Uh, <laughs> I also think he could play um, one of the one of the roles in Mamma Mia. I'd love to see him singing ABBA. It's always been a dream of mine to see Arnold Schwarzenegger singing, yeah. singing, knowing me, knowing you. So that is the uh the benevolent future of deep fakes i think yeah but in the future it won't matter because we'll all be uh amorphous and able to change our appearance anyway either by adopting whatever new flesh suit we fancy or because we're living completely digital virtual existences so that was our fail it's a terrifying glimpse of the future and i feel like we're doing that quite a lot we're giving people a terrifying glimpse of the future i just want to say the future is going to be great so you know don't be too down about it or we'll all be annihilated and won't know the difference. H, we're moving on now to our success. And this is something you're very passionate about. The world of films. The movies. Hollywood. Tell us about, <laughs> tell us about this, H. What, what's been in the news this week is our success. The news this week has been that Tarantino's latest film, Once Upon a Time in America, has broken the $100 million mark in the US box office which is only the second original film of 2019 to do so, mm. um, the other being Jordan Peele's horror movie, Us. This is particularly impressive because we live in an era of sequels, spin-offs, and remakes, and you know, original scripts rarely get off the ground, let alone prove hits at the box office. And that's not really because they're not good enough, but Hollywood's a business, right? It goes where the surefire profits are. And these, unfortunately, are on kind of tried and tested markets that have captive audience um, where the captive audience is already known so we know that there are x number of spider-man fans and if we put y amount of money into it then we can get a return of z i mean they make money sure but i think that the artistic side of things suffers a bit if you look at the remake of the lion king at the moment i just don't see the point in it well so i don't see the point in it either but actually i think the counter argument is there's a whole generation of kids who are too young to have seen the original and if you were to sit them down in front of the original, they would go, that just looks really dated. The the animation is so sort of old-fashioned looking now that they just don't want to watch it, right? For me, The Lion King's a, it was a waste of time. It's, it's not even a live-action... I can understand the kind of... I can vaguely understand the live-action thing, but it's not even a live-action remake. It's a, it's a computed computer generated animation so they've remade yeah. an animation with an animation what has it made like over a billion dollars worldwide so far so yeah we could argue about the whole remaking thing to the cows come home but i, I just that's why i think that um that what tarantino's done here is a real achievement because um, much more problematic for me is all those 
superhero films. Yeah. I'm not a massive fan, right? And I know that just sounds miserable because lots of people are. I've watched a few of the Avengers ones. I couldn't tell you what they were called and some of them are good fun. Uh, anyway, so back to it. Uh, Tarantino, well done. Uh, I'm pretty sad that this might be his last movie or penultimate movie. Yeah, we said he was only ever going to do 10 uh, and this is his ninth. Um, if we look back at uh, Tarantino's oeuvre, yeah. give me kind of a couple of your favourites. Have you got a favourite? I think probably Pulp Fiction. I know it's uh, yes. uh, I know it's a obvious choice, but I think it's where everything came together. Yeah, Pulp Fiction is just uh, it's an absolute perfection. masterpiece. It's perfection. Tarantino, uh, his ninth film. What's it called again? Once Upon a Time in America. Go and see that. It does look fantastic. And H, maybe you can give us a quick review of it next week. Sure. Or like a three-word review or something. If I've seen it, I will. If not, I'll lie and say I've seen it and just say it's really good. <laughs> Excellent. And I'd like you to do that in the style of Arnold Schwarzenegger, if you could. <laughs> um, we won't inflict um, any more Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions Let on you. Let us some steam, Bennett. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So that brings us to the end of this episode. H has been a joy talking to you and uh, hopefully see you again next week. Thank you, you very much and goodbye. Use a knife, turn it, see what's going on in there. Your boots.